0: Is the e commerce coffee break, the podcast dedicated to Shopify store owners who want to optimize their business?
1: To another episode of the e commerce coffee break. Today, I want to talk about checkouts, about shoppable ads, everything that makes the checkout for a customer faster, quicker, more convenient. Therefore, I have with me Justin Campbell. He is an advertising specialist and also an award winning developer. And he has developed a solution which can be found at shopala.io, which helps to make higher conversions on mobile checkouts. So, therefore, I'd like to welcome Justin. Hi, Justin. How are you today?
0: Hi, very well. Thanks, Klaus. Yeah, thanks for inviting me along.
1: Give me a bit of a background where you're coming from.
0: Yeah, so I've been working in advertising for quite a long time, around about uh, 12 years, and I've always worked in mobile ads. And I was just sitting on the couch one day, just looking through Instagram, and I saw a product that I thought was quite interesting. And I went and clicked on that ad, and I got taken through to an online shop, and the product wasn't there. And I got a bit lost, and I got a bit frustrated, actually. And I, um, I really wanted to buy that product. But know it it wasn't so easy so that vendor that online shop lost me as a customer and i was also frustrated as a customer so i thought to myself wouldn't it be better if checkout experiences were easier for customers wouldn't it be better if if the whole process was just faster easier and and more fluid so that's why um i started shoppala
1: okay so basically from the own frustration that you saw there and obviously when people get to the checkout you as a merchant very close to the money, very close to the pulling out the credit card. And then if there are any hiccups or issues on the website, obviously that stops people. You said you came from Instagram. I mean, Obviously, Instagram, Facebook, Meta is it called nowadays. They have their own shopping system in there. So you can go through that. What are the problems there? Where do you see the biggest problem for a merchant when it comes to the checkout?
0: Well, let's, let's focus on meta to start with. So you can tag products inside an ad and we're seeing more and more situations where you can then buy it within the ad unit, but it's not there yet. It's not available in all markets from what I can see. And vendors, they have to manage different inventory, right? So they have to manage their inventory within Facebook platform and then they'll have to manage also on Shopify or any other you know, platforms that they use. And that, that's a bit clunky for, for vendors and that's it's a little bit difficult. But then in answer to your other question regarding checkouts, what we're seeing is that in many cases, checkouts, are, they're often, they get a bit too complicated. They always look the same. And that's not necessarily a good thing because you might want to optimize on color or layout or people might want to fill out different information. In many cases, you see it more and more on Shopify shops that people do load too many payment options. For example, in Germany, you just need PayPal and maybe so forth and another payment solution. Whereas in the States it's credit card, Apple Pay and GPay will probably get you covered as well. So there's lots of stuff there really to discuss about the actual checkout process as well. Yeah.
1: So what kind of approach should a Shopify merchant or somebody who's running their own online store go when it comes to 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 basically get the most out of a, a checkout process?
0: Yeah. A Great question. So in my opinion, too many payment options are loaded. Vendors should really think about which market are they running in and which payment options need to be loaded, because that slows down the page. And you want that page to load as quickly as possible. If you're shipping things, and you do have a shipping cost, think about when you show that information, because a lot of abandoned carts happen when the shipping cost is then shown at the very end. And they think I have to pay €8 to get this shipped, I'm not going to buy it anymore. So if that information is earlier on in the chain, you're more likely to convert the sale. Also don't ask for too much information. If you really just need the very basic like name, email and address, just take that. Uh, sometimes people are wanting a little bit too much information in that stage, then that leads to a barrier and then you lose the sale. Now, a lot of people I speak to, they say, well, I put stuff in the shopping cart because I can save it for later. It's kind of like my shopping list. Um, and that also leads to a high abandoned cart rate, but actually they're just saving it for later or they're not too sure whether they want to buy it. But there are retailers that, that um, will then put in an offer, an a countdown timer and say, OK, you've got 15 minutes to check out. Otherwise, we're going to empty your car to save data or something like that. And that can be really effective as well. Put a time limit on that process so the customer knows, OK, I should probably get it now.
1: Okay, I think you touched a lot of good points there when it comes to conversion rate optimization. First of all, I'm 100% with you when it comes to ask as little as possible. And I see that quite often that people, as you said, just asking too much. If they're selling into an um, individual market, then they're asking for the corporate address and stuff like that. I mean, that's just not necessary. And also, good point there that you mentioned that a lot of people use the card or the checkout as, as a sort of a wish list or a reminder. I get a lot of clients who are saying, yeah, but I have so many people adding to cart. Why is there so little checking out? That's exactly the reason there. So I think your tip with putting a timer on it is is a very, very good idea. Now, what's your take on these quick checkouts? Um, Google Pay, Apple Pay, PayPal. Is that something you would recommend or is that something that you think can be done better?
0: I think the the, the encouraging people to use The quick payment buttons like Apple Pay and G Pay, and I think Apple Pay and G Pay are really fast. I think PayPal is a bit clunky sometimes, right? You sometimes have to log in and you maybe forget your password and it's not so easy. The the pure integration of Apple Pay and G Pay is really good. I think Amazon Pay is also going to be very, very, very big. I think they're starting to push that integration now um, in a big way. So be prepared to see more Amazon Pay. I think they're good. They don't always work everywhere. So Amazon, um, Apple Pay and GPay pay won't work within um, an iFrame or in advertising units, for example. They get blocked on platforms like TikTok and um, I think even on Instagram, it doesn't work. So I think they're really good. They should be used in the right way. They should be, the, the UI and UX is really important. So you have to explain to the customer if they click on Apple Pay, it's much, much faster than going through the normal traditional process of maybe adding a credit card or logging into PayPal, for example. So I think they're good, but they should be used really in the right way.
1: So now you said from your own experience, you were struggling at some point buying something and you have developed Chapalot.io. So what does your app, your application do different than others?
0: Yeah, so Shopala is basically shoppable um, ad unit. And what we're doing is we're taking the checkout process and putting it inside an ad unit. So making that process as quick as possible uh, for also for a vendor to make a checkout and for a consumer to buy something in an in and checkout. So what Shopala does is it shows them, basically you can add in your company logo and a company product. And then you can uh, request uh, shipping information, order information as little as possible, right? So if you can just ask for an email address, just ask for an email address, make it as easy as as possible for a customer. Then they go to the payment um, options and the payment options are adjustable. So if you're running in Germany, just use PayPal and so forth, for example. And if you're running in the States, use Amazon Pay, PayPal and Apple Pay, for example, and then The whole checkout process happens within the unit. It works in a banner, it works on social media, um, and um, the order information is then sent through to Shopify uh, vendor, for example, with an API. So that's uh, Shopala in a nutshell. It's doing the whole process, the whole checkout process inside an ad unit with higher conversion.
1: Okay, so you mentioned it's a, it's a mobile shopping ads platform. So how do I create ads? or And more, more importantly, where will these ads be shown?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. So the, the ads can run wherever you want to run them. Um, what ShopAla does, you go in there to build the checkout and build the ad unit, and then you can run that wherever you like. So you can run on Pinterest, you can run on Instagram, you can run on Facebook. That opens up a URL. And if you want to run let's say in a banner you can select a network where you want to send uh, a little piece of javascript and that can run on the network
1: Mm -hmm. okay now when it comes to tracking conversion (laughs) tracking um what kind of information does your app giving back to where your original ad is coming from so what kind of reporting and tracking features do you have
0: Yeah, so it's still pretty early days with the platform. So we don't have any detailed reporting yet, but in the next release, you'll be able to see, okay, which checkout had the best conversion rate and how many sales came through and also how many visitors um, came to that checkout. What we're trying to avoid is any, it's trying to be cookie-less. So we wanna make sure that Shopala is is completely cookie-less, but you'll be able to see definitely the conversion rates and the traffic on each of the checkouts. We just ran a campaign recently where a client saw an 18% conversion rate on their campaign. So 18% conversion rate is really, really high um, for online shopping campaign. Their, on, their on-site conversion rate was already pretty good. It was 7%, which is really good, but they were delighted with
1: 18%. Okay. though 18% is definitely very high. Um, yeah. How does the process go on from there? So somebody goes... Through checkout, buys the product, and now we come to fulfillment and to stock management and so on and so forth. How does that integrate with existing other platforms?
0: Yes, yeah, so Shopify is really good. So there's an API integration. We can send the order information to a Shopify store um, automatically. So all the fulfillment and all the stock management, etc., that would happen on the vendor side in the platform that they use and of course there'll be more more to come with WooCommerce and BigCommerce uh, for example but yeah so all that side taken care of ShopAl is really focusing on the express checkout and shopable ads side of things. Okay.
1: Sounds good. Are there any specific industries or verticals or niche where you think that your app will um, make a huge impact?
0: Yeah so I think things like the gadget space is really interesting, where it's one product, the price range is, let's say, anywhere between 20 euros to 100 euros. So that price range is key because it's a a lower price point. It's maybe a little bit more of an impulse buy. Um, And it's one product that can be posted. That would be great. So gadgets is great. Um, let's say cosmetics is also really interesting. So that's, that's really interesting. Anything to do with gifting. So you buy like a gift set, it's one set, it's one price. Um, in that key price point, that's also really interesting as well. Um, and things like decoration and homeware and candles. I mean, with the, the campaign that did really well, they were setting um, the scented home and candle set um and that went really well interestingly the, the audience was a little bit older and predominantly female so they were also still prepared to go through a very very um basic checkout and they still went through for the purchase so those products are really ideal for for Shopala.
1: Mm-hmm. how does the implementation work and then also the question how much does it cost to use Shopala?
0: Well, at the moment, um, I'm offering free tests, so it's completely free. So the first 10 uh, people that approach through your podcast will get a free campaign. Um, But yeah, you log into a system, you build your checkouts. Uh, It's pretty straightforward. You upload the company logo and then the products itself and then some information like the price, etc. And you can build checkouts within minutes. Um, but then, yeah, rolling on from there as the platform grows, it'll be a monthly subscription. So, um, yeah, around about 79 euros per month to to constantly build uh, unlimited checkouts.
1: Okay, sounds great. Now, from your long experience as an online marketer and obviously um, dealing with e-commerce, what would be your golden nugget, your tip for a store looking into optimizing their checkout rates?
0: Yeah, so... On, on the checkout side of things, ask for as little information as you possibly can. <laughs> I think that's key. So uh, make it very easy for the consumer. Um, and think about what payment options you're going to offer in in each, uh, each territory that you run. Don't overcomplicate things. Make sure that that page loads faster. And then the last thing I would say is, Don't shock the customer at the end of the checkout process with high shipping fees. Try and integrate the shipping fees into the price of the product, or keep them as low as possible, or put them in earlier on in that process so they know how much it costs uh, to get something shipped to them.
1: Okay, all good tips. Where can people find more about your app?
0: Yeah, just go, just type in uh, shopala.io into into Google. Um, And I'll be releasing very soon a um, shoppable ads uh, e-guide as well. So if you go on the site, you'll see that as well. And there's all the different kinds of shopping ad formats and shoppable type ads that are available at the moment. And that e-guide will come out next week.
1: Cool. I will put the link in the show notes so people can simply <laughs> click the link and find your website there. Thanks so much, Justin. It was um, very interesting to see and also <laughs> to uh, hear that we are on the same page when it comes to sun <laughs> checkout optimization. I think a lot of good stuff in um, today's show there. Thanks so much for your time. and talk soon.
0: Cheers, Klaus. Thank you.
1: Hey, Klaus here. If you're a Shopify store owner and you're feeling stuck, overwhelmed and not sure what to do next to grow your business, you struggle to convert traffic into sales or turn website visitors into buyers, and you want to like have direct access to a mentor who can assist you with your store, strategy, offer, marketing, sales and anything else you need, then I would like to invite you to apply for my Get Conversions program, where I show you how to remove the guest work out of growing your Shopify business and create clarity to optimize your business for maximal growth and profit. It's a application-only program. To apply, go to my website klauslauter.com to learn more. And finally, please do not forget to subscribe, like, and comment. And I would be grateful if you would leave a quick, honest rating and review over at Apple iTunes. It's a huge help and allows me to reach more people with the podcast. Thanks in advance and until next time at the e-commerce coffee break.